podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. On the final whistle here at Celtic Park, it's Celtic 2, St Johnson 0. This is Tino, this afternoon I'm joined by James. James, 1 and 2 nil is becoming a bit of a habit. Are you into it? Big time into it, aye. 3 in a row, 2 nils, uh, 4 wins in a row. A lot of momentum building, some great football to see and in about the goals again. Yeah, shame it wasn't a few more, but we take 2 nil all day long and we move on. What we'll do, first of all, as always, we'll look at the starting lineup. So the big news from today was that Jack Amakis gets his first start. Uh, obviously starting through the middle up top, which puts Kyogo out wide. We'll cover that in a wee minute, but I think it definitely nullifies Kyogo, and I'm no into that, but we'll cover that in a second. So starting line-up, Joe Hart in goals, Ralston right-back, Juranovic comes back in at left-back, Carter Vickers and Starfelt in the centre, McGregor through the middle with Turnbull and Rodic up ahead of him, Giacomakis through the middle, flanked by Kyogo and Jota. Who do you think fared well in the early stages? Uh, Starfelt, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, but I thought Starfelt had a great first half, certainly. Um, I thought Jackie Marcus was, was good putting himself about up top, just giving us a different dimension that we didn't have. I agree with you, it nullifies Kyogo, but it's a really interesting dynamic, it's a different dynamic we've not had all season. Um, you ought to stand out in every game. There was, there was just a lot of good interplay, I noticed, in the first half. Yeah. Um, left backs, you know, right backs playing as left back, never a fan of that. Scales is getting his chance to come on in games and doing nothing wrong and then not getting to pick up a, a starting berth so maybe it's just a, a matter of time but I would have skills in there and Juranovic at right back Ralston still trying his heart out still doing nothing terribly wrong he's crossing just lets himself down a wee bit at times Yeah I wonder if it's just a case of the manager until Ralston does something properly wrong and maybe he never will the guy's impressed as uh, more often than not but I wonder if the manager just his, his purpose is to get his best players on the team and Juranovic is, is more than likely a better footballer at this stage than Liam Scales, and maybe he just wants that for the attacking intent. You know St Johnston are going to park the bus. I've actually got a great image that I took uh, during the second half to show every man behind the ball, and he's kind of two, two, sh- banks two sheets of yeah, five. Yeah. Um, but maybe he just wanted to get Juranovic back in. I think Juranovic so far from Celtic, he's not he's not set the heather alight. Man knows how to take a penalty, we'll get to that, but he's not set the heather alight, and I think... You're not getting the best out of him playing him at left back, and ultimately he has been signed to be a right back moving forward. So yeah, you've signed Croatia's right back, and you're playing him out position. That itself is the change. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, you'd mentioned Starfelt. Uh, I'd made the point at half time that I think Starfelt is currently our best centre half, and, and it wasn't so long ago that you know everyone was raving about Carter Vickers, who's still been decent by the way. But I think Starfelt won every single header that he competed for. He was strong in challenges. He made a couple of saving challenges in the first half or certainly important interceptions. Um, he's more confident striding forward. He's moving on quicker. Is he finding his feet or, or where are you at with him? Uh, he's got to remember that the game lasts for 90 minutes. He's got to be alert for 90 minutes. I noticed he switched off just a couple of times. I mean twice. And whether it was sloppy back passes or letting guys in behind him, I think he's just got a, a wee habit of mind drifting. Um, and he's, he's got to sharpen that up I thought he played really well today And I, I agree, I thought he was uh, the better of the two Carter Vickers is a solid big guy He was, I, I think Starfield's better coming out of defence than, than Vickers is But, you know, they, they both did a good job today Against 
you know, kind of hammer throwing attacking, Kane throwing himself all about and kicking himself about as well. Yeah, I wonder if Starfield just likes to keep it exciting for the neutrals where we <laughs> does that slack pass at the end. Um, you'd mentioned there in your right, Starfield more often than not is a centre half that comes forward with the ball and then you know pushes it up into the Starts midfield. Attack, yeah. But on that very note, just by position alone. A lot of their attacks come up the left-hand side, and I'm okay with it because Jot is the the option there, and that's where it goes. But we don't really seem to to balance out. It's almost like we're we're, we're top heavy or, or, or left heavy, and it, it seems to always be the way. And I'd like to see us mix it up a wee bit, and you know maybe as, as a directive from Ange that he doesn't want Carter Vickers breaking forward with the ball. But we're very deliberately down the left-hand side, and more often than not, as I say, that's where Jot is. So yeah, I think we'll see more of that if Juranovic uh, takes his right back back there. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, so the first half, not not wholly dissimilar to the, the game during the week uh, against Fernand Faros in terms of Celtic probing, showing bits of quality, linking up, kind of nearly stuff. And, you know, it's taken a wee while before we've, we've really made the breakthrough. I, you know, I've got notes of a couple of, you know, uh, chances in the first half. That we've probed, we've won a couple of corners and different things. But really it's taken us up until that, that goal at 36 minutes till we open the door so what did you see from that obviously great to see Giacomakis getting his debut goal first of all but what was your take on the goal itself? Uh, so I think it was McGregor did a lot of good work uh, in the midfield prior to that and fed it to Juranovic and Juranovic has got a strike on himself and he, he just shaped to shoot and the defender got a block in and I think it was poor defence from the centre half or left back at St Johnson. Um, ball spills out to Tony Ralston and you're just saying drill it there's nothing else you need to worry about just drill that in the box and what will be will be and thankfully Jackie Marcus got himself right in the position lashed at the back of the net I was delighted for him yeah exactly and it's it's the very type of goal you expect from him you know we've all seen his showreel with a... it, it looked like it could have been off his showreel yeah. yeah he's a striker who generally speaking just stays between the posts when it comes to our attacks and that's what you want him to be he's, he's very very different from Kyogo not that he's immobile um, in the way that dare I say a Yeti is he is you know active and he links up play but when it comes to you know the final phase he gets himself between the posts and puts himself in a, a dangerous position it, it was the first time uh, Ralston had managed to get across successfully as well defensively you know he gives his tank lead as well his crossing is poor eh? there's, there's no doubt that lets him down so credit to him for when it really mattered getting across to Giacomacus. Yeah, just kept the head down, stayed over the ball, drilled it across. Yep. Um, before the goal, I should mention that uh, Jota was fouled. Uh, can't remember who it was for me. He's breaking from a corner kick and 18. I'll check in a second who that is. But it's the first of a number of, of yellow cards for St. Johnson. And you talk often about, you know, we've got Jota who's a fantastic footballer coming to Scotland and then getting the heavy treatment. There's always a tough, you know, heavy stuff later on from other guys. And it's... It's disappointing to see, but not wholly unexpected. No, and it's not St Johnson's fault to change, to change football. You know that that's the way we're set up. So if, if that's if that's how it is, then um, St Johnson are only doing their job to come out and uh, you know be physical. The referees aren't going to stop that kind of stuff. You can't really blame St Johnson for it. Um, was it really over the top? It was. It was more they were taking turns on them and. That happens across the world. That one I couldn't see as a particularly Scottish thing. You know, if there's a really skillful guy there and they can get away with uh, fouling, I thought they should have picked up more bookings maybe. But that's about it. I wouldn't say there was anything 
much more into more than that. I thought yeah. they, were, they were physical enough, St Johnson today. Yeah, they picked up plenty. They picked up five bookings in total. So that was uh, Cammy McPherson, in fact, who was number 18. Later on in the game, we'll, we'll maybe cover a couple of them, but uh, Bryson picks up one, probably for persistent fouling. Chris Kane certainly gets one for his nonsense with Carter Vickers, which we'll cover. There, Gordon and our old pal Effie Ambrose. So five bookings, you know, it's plenty. Uh, and I, I, I don't think they were over the top, but um, it's indicative of how a team like St Johnson approaches it. And listen, that's their prerogative, and maybe that's how they have to approach it. But the worry is that, you know, whether it's Jota, Kyogo, you know, our main men, Mikey Johnson coming back, that one of their key players gets injured, and, and that's got to be a concern. Yeah, yeah. Again, is it St Johnson's responsibility kind of thing? But I totally agree with you. That's those three players in particular. You don't want to see picking up knocks um, for different reasons with Mikey Johnson. He, he was going to throw himself in a couple of really kind of suspect 50-50s a day and I was just hoping he wouldn't yeah. because it's just you know keep the head Mikey and get yourself back yeah he did he put himself into one particular strong challenge and I thought it was good to see you showing a bit of desire there and I've been really pleased with him the last few games um, yeah so back to the game itself so you know the goal 36 minutes Celtic continue to dominate possession it looked to me like they were going to get a second before the break but we just couldn't find that that wee opening for the, the second goal uh, and half time uh, beckoned then in the second half, this is where the, the yellow cards you know, started. Bryson got one, I think, within the first 10 minutes. Maybe set the tone for how the second half was going to be. From St Johnson's point of view, I think they're quite, not quite happy, but 1-0 is OK for them. They're not going to open up and chase the game at that stage. 1-0 right into the 8th, 85th minute is fine yeah. for them in terms of their game plan because they'll then try and get bigger guys up top and throw a couple of corners in and see what they can get. Um, so it was clear what their plan is. And as you say, their plan's their plan. That's, that's their uh, you know, it's up to them how they do that. So absolutely, you know, fine as such. Um, but Celtic, you know, continue to probe. McGregor had a decent shot that went out for a corner. Jota and Kyogo switching wings. Not entirely sure what what impact that had, if any. Um, and just after that, Mikey Johnson, as mentioned, he comes in in the sixtieth sixtieth minute for Jackamacus. Good hour for Jackamacus. Yeah, and he's looking lean. You know, he's, he's, he's certainly had a wee bit to lose when we first saw him um, coming back from he's in the late pre-season um, he's looking lean big strong boy great to get you know his debut and a debut goal so he, he'll go home happy tonight particularly with the, the 60 minutes under his belt and that'll you know, feed into the rest of his season yeah and the crowd were very warm towards me yep. you know, he, he applauded the whole stadium as it went off and as you say doing the world of good just to get the minutes in the belt uh, under the belt and also to get the, the goal so he should be fully confident and I wonder will we see him uh, start again on uh, Wednesday night away to Hibs Time will tell. Um, yeah, beyond that, you know, some decent link up play. Rodgers and Turnbull linking well outside the box. Big, big penalty shout. Uh, with Jota going down under a challenge from Xander Clark. How did you see that one? I had a great view of it. The only person who had a better view of it was the linesman in front of me. Uh, Xander Clark, you'll see it in telly later on. Xander Clark comes out and he's just grabbing Jota and pulling him out of the way. It's a stonewall penalty. Um, yeah, just there's no excuse. Referee had a good view as well, but the linesman <coughs> couldn't have had a better view. There was nobody in his way. Um, you know, <laughs> we're going to be honest mistake, mistakes, but th- that's a penalty for me, absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was. I actually won't see it until later on. I'm heading out the night, uh, so but I'll nice. keep an eye out for the morrow. Um, but yeah, it looked like it, um, it was clumsy from Clark, and I think one of his defenders was around, and it looked like he's made a bit of a a desperate attempt and, and Jaws gone down but the ref was having none of it um, maybe not wholly unexpected and, and we've had to play on beyond that uh, Kyogo and Jota have linked up well again to create a chance Jota very nearly got the shot away but a brilliant tackle it has to be said from 
Uh, I think it was the the fullback for St Johnson, uh, James Brown, no less, Godfather of Soul. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Get up, uh. um, but yeah, good defending there. Um, but Celtic continue to probe, and then not long after that is the the one I've mentioned, Chris Kane picking up a booking for a seriously heavy challenge on Carter Vickers, who was on the deck at the time. I thought that was a fill itself to put him on the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then comes in, you know, over the top of the ball and. And then Carter Vickers ends up getting a yellow card as well for defending Stand himself. Stand up for yourself, aye. Just yeah. stop kicking me. So, I mean, what was your take on that and how the ref handled it? That's pretty straightforward. There's a, a guy's been put on the ground, so that should have been a foul. Referee should have taken charge of that and just given the foul. Instead, he's left Carter Vickers to try and kind of you know get, get himself up or whatever. And while he's trying to get up, Kane's just leathered one in his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cheap. Really cheap shot and... <laughs> I know who my money's on if they two go square going. Hi, I like to see that. Um, so yeah, poor form by Kane. I thought, and I, just a lazy out from the referee just to book both and, and then move on. Um, there's, two, there's two significant moments, so we could be two up for the penalty and a man up for the ten man, and it's still one 0 at this point, and it's you know it could be nearly that's seventy five minutes, you know. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we've not got the the right decision in my opinion on that occasion. Um, but just after that, we have got a decision. So Celtic have won a penalty. Kyogo's linked up with somebody I can't quite remember who it was but it's found him You're just inside thing. the box oh, and it looks like a high challenge it's brought him down I think the refs had no choice penalty to Celtic Rodic went for the ball first of all I think Yacht was in the mix somewhere uh, but Juranovic has uh, demanded it after his penalty against Betis you know, as I said at the start the man knows how to take a penalty yeah. kick and there was no doubt about it was there? No I mean if a guy's uh, been taking penalties and scoring penalties he gets to keep it um, McGregor obviously missed one during the week but Juranovic wasn't playing that game so nah Juranovic has been taking penalties for a long time I believe um, and he knows where to put it so nah no bother with that yeah, I'd like Ange or somebody to come out and make it clear that he's a penalty kick taker Aye, it, sh- it shouldn't be decided at the moment yeah but importantly so moment. that I know where to bet because I'm betting McGregor and outsiders if I know JJ's the, the taker then I'll get a couple of quid on him um, but yeah he's tucked it away nicely he sent uh, Clark the wrong way Clark's tried to do a wee bit of mind games taking his time on the line all that Aye, nonsense uh, but anyway nice finish and it's 2-0 roaring reception for him couple of interesting points after we scored the goal every player to a man in terms of outfield out with Joe Hart were all over him so 10 yeah, Celtic yeah. players hurled round brilliant to see uh, also when Carter F- Vickers went to join the celebration he gave it tight to Kane on the way which I thought was <laughs> uh, lovely to see um, so that was great but there's a real spirit here and you can see that unity and you know the players are all about each other also when the the Barney was happening with Carter Vickers and, and Kane there's various guys around Ralston who's never far That's away from that kind of stuff and yeah few other bodies but it's good to see they're looking it's out for one, other, one another aren't they well you know it's funny like we've had that at Celtic for so many years under so many managers with so many teams and it's been so sadly lacking in the last you know, 12-18 months dare I say since Hamden 19 you know when Lennon got appointed um, that's when it all dropped off so great to see it back uh, and that, that team spirit takes you far really does yeah, it makes a big, big difference to what they're doing. I heard, uh, I think it was Joe Hart speaking pre-match in the, the media conference on Friday, and he was saying just that, they're all in it together, and even how they approach things in training, you know, he was saying whether it's, he was very, what's the word, very humble, he was saying, you know, whether it's him or Barkas or whoever's in goals, they all know their role here, the defenders all know what they've got to do, and they're all in it together, and there, there seems to be that real spirit, and that's only going to get better as we... We continue with this system, so great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, just after the goal, uh, Kyogo goes off and Abada comes on. He done okay, I don't think there was uh, much to say, but we quite pleased in a way to see Abada giving a wee rest at the moment. Yeah, and I think that's kind of just about the right level of rest. You know, at the moment, um, you know, not starting, but coming on with 10-15 to go, that kind of thing. 
Uh, so he's, he's not ever going to be a forgotten man for me. He just needs to sharpen up a wee bit. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe a game or two of rest wouldn't do him any harm, but I don't want him too far away from the team because I think he's always got uh, potential to, to do damage. And there was one you know, chance he did have. He should have gone himself and he crossed it. Uh, and I think if he'd got himself, he had a good chance of scoring. So, yeah, he, he got he got himself in a dangerous position. Yeah, but I think a wee break won't do him any harm at all. And it's good to have that uh, genuine option on the bench to bring a guy of his quality on. So, uh, great to see. Speaking of, you know, subs as well, Mikey Johnson, as I'd mentioned, he got a, you know, a decent half hour under his belt. Showed some good feet again. He was involved in various things. He was finding pockets of space, heading around the box and... You know, certainly looking dangerous yeah exactly that so he's hit the post maybe a couple of minutes to go with a really good curling effort how pleased are you to have him around and challenging for a position yeah you know, I think I think like any Celtic fan you'd be desperate for him to, to get over his, his injuries and, and do well he's the kind of player that gets people off up, people up off their seat so you know if, if he can solidify his fitness and play like he's playing uh, I think it's only a matter of time before he's, he's taken a, a first 11 berth yeah, I hope so. As I'd mentioned before, I'm a, a, a big fan, as I really am, and I thought he might have got the nod today instead of Abada. Instead, Andrew's gone for Jack Amakis, and, and we've got the reward there. Like yourself as well, you mentioned Liam Scales. I thought it might have been time to throw him in, but the good thing is, you know, even by these very discussions, we can see that the manager has options, genuine options, early in the season. They've cobbling teams together, and, you know, the subs bench was full of kids at times and different things now when he needs to change things there's there's genuine options um, one guy I want to mention as well so often when we talk about subs Rodic is, is coming off he's not doing that so much he's getting 90 minutes under his belt fairly frequently under Ange how do you think he done today? Just, you know, I spoke to my dad at that very point um, Ange must have come to the club and they said oh Tam he's a 60-70 minute guy he went no he's not yeah. he's going to make him a 90 minute guy and he's done that you know and he, it's not like he's Maybe just the last couple of minutes he was looking a wee bit laboured, but you know, pretty much on his toes for the most of, the, if not all, the ninety minutes. Uh, I thought he was he was great today in terms of showing your know, feet. Really tricky to play against, a nightmare to play against actually, um, and just very creative. I, I thought he had a really good game without doing anything absolute clear cut. Mm-hmm. I thought he was he was he was one of the better players. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. You know, that's just a lazy assumption that. I've made before and other fans have made about ah he just can't do the 90 minutes why no he's training all day every day he's Aye, a professional athlete all around the place. Um, he's not you know he's getting paid 90 minute wages he's not getting paid two thirds of wage to play 60 odd minutes so yeah. it's good to see that he's getting the, the full game and he's he's having an influence and he's a senior player he's experienced yeah, yeah. he knows what it takes to win and clearly trusts him having worked with him in Australia so now I'm pleased for Tom Rodgers and, and hopefully he continues the form and, and starts to get through the gears again um, in terms of what this means so you know the game itself you know it's played out it's finished 2-0 could have picked up a couple more goals Juranovic uh, is had a big chance actually from Rodgers uh, if you remember McGregor had a strike deflected towards the end Rodgers picks it up in the right hand side of the box clips it to the back post and Juranovic nearly took my eye out of it <laughs> he's come at it with the side foot and got it all was wrong was it Juranovic or Mikey Johnson? it was Juranovic aye I'm quite sure are you sure don't, sure? don't speak about Mikey like that he's the main uh, man I'll see anyway so as I say that's his uh, you know it's played out he's finished 2-0 uh, and it leaves Celtic uh, one point off the top of the table so uh, all three of Hearts Rangers and Dundee United on 20 points Celtic now a point behind on 19 how much of a boost is just continuing to win and continuing to keep sheets keep, keep I've put my teeth back in keep clean sheets mean to this team so as I mentioned three two nils in a row three clean sheets scoring goals and not conceding Ange doesn't pop champagne corks for clean sheets I do 
I like yeah. them. Mad for them. Um, so that that's important within itself. You know, three three tricky games there. Uh, four if you had Aberdeen, but we didn't keep a clean sheet. Um, it's the momentum in it. We, we talk about it almost every week now. Um, momentum is a big thing, both in winning and losing. So October's been a, a, a tricky month of fixtures, and they've come through it with, with great aplomb so far. Really, really tough game coming on Wednesday. So if this can take us through that. Uh, for a win at Easter Road uh, it would be a phenomenal October eh? yeah that would be great you mentioned champagne corks I hope Jota likes champagne because he's just <laughs> gathering bottles of this Get stuff I think that's four man of the matches four in a row. Four. Yeah. how important is he to this current Celtic team huge huge um, he's you know people are already talking about getting his contract sorted and stuff and you know I'd be keen for that as well but I'm just enjoying uh, watching him play football it's, it's it's why you're a football supporter guys like Jota Um Creative, plays with a smile on his face. Not a selfish guy as well. Always looking to bring others in um, and take the right option. Which is, you know, guys in this position you see a lot of the time. They've got all the trickery, but they, they want the glory as well. Jota's a team guy. Uh, maybe a wee bit of tidying up in his defensive work, but even that's improved the last few weeks. So he's becoming the all-round winger for me. Yeah, I think he's great, and he's also got a bit of something about him. You know, he's he's strong and he bounces off challenges, and he's not afraid of the physical side of the game. Which, let's be honest, it's part of you know the you know the Scottish uh, environment. So it's good that he, he can ride those tackles and you know bring out the quality that he's clearly got. So yeah, great to see, and he, he's such a huge part of what we're doing. So um, as mentioned, we go to Easter Road on Wednesday against Hibs. Do you foresee? Any changes as mentioned? You know, do you think Jackamakis keeps his place? Does he mix up? Does he bring in a, I don't know, a defensive type midfielder in the shape of a Beaton or a McCarthy? How does he approach that one? Yeah, I mean, if we, if we start at the top, you know, that's the, the big decision to make. I think um, Kyogre or Jackamakis. The one thing I really don't like Kyogre going out to the wing because he's he's kind of nullified, and I always think he looks a wee bit forlorn out there. He's not enjoying it, and he's not as involved. Um, but the one thing, whether it's Jackamakis starting or Kyogre starting. If you're the guy that's been marking one of those and after 60 minutes he goes away and you think you're going to get a break and the other one comes in, that's a nightmare for you for the last half an hour, 25 minutes. So mm-hmm. the interesting thing on mm-hmm. in Wednesday night is do you go like for like and put a big strong guy like Jack Amakis up against Portis in a physical backline, or do you go completely opposite and put a wee fast guy against him? So that's a, a really interesting conundrum for, for Ryan to sort out. I think maybe the wee fast guy with Kyogo through the middle, maybe mm-hmm. even with Mikey Johnson behind him as a 10 feeding him. There's, there's there's options there that weren't there before is the big thing. Yeah, exactly. That was you know it's, it's a bit of stick or twist for Ange, and you know he'll take the time to make the right decisions there. But if he goes one way or another and it's not working out, then you've got switch. the option to switch yeah. it around. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, so very tough game there. You know, far tighter park than Celtic Park. Midweek, you know, kind of cold evening as well. It'd be interesting just to see exactly what approach he takes there. But it's a huge game, and it's potentially it's one that could see as Head towards the top of the table. We don't know what's going to happen uh, tomorrow with, with St Mirren. Um, good luck to those lads, but we'll see. Aberdeen have obviously uh, had the one 0 one over yeah. Hibs today. Yeah. That can go one or two ways. Hibs could have the heads down, or they could really get you know they could get a rocket for their manager and, and come out all guns blazing. But it's another one for us to look forward to. So another two 0 one for Ange and the boys. He's just go within a point of the top of the Scottish League table. Next up, it's Hibs at Easter Road on Wednesday, and we'll be back with you for that one. My thanks to James for joining me this afternoon, and as always, thanks to you for listening. We'll see you again next time.
Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.